You know what I was doing just there? My daughter Cadence would say I was being silly. But what I was doing was acknowledging a few people. Just give an acknowledgement. The Bible talks about acknowledgement. And today I want to I want to dig deep on what that means. And it's not the type of acknowledgement that I just did just then. Matthew 10:32 says this, so everyone who acknowledges me before men I will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Jesus is not talking about everyone who recognizes I'm in the room. He's not saying everyone who gives a a little nod or a little wink or just a little thumbs up, you the man, that's, that's not what this means at all. I looked up the definition of acknowledgement and in the English definition, the third definition it gave was this. There it is. To show that one has noticed or recognized someone by making a gesture or a greeting to acknowledge their presence. Synonyms are to greet or address or salute. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. And acknowledging Jesus is not, yeah, I acknowledge you, Jesus, I acknowledge you're here. What's up? It's not a mere addressing of him. When Jesus says, if you acknowledge me before men, I'll acknowledge you before the Father. He's not saying that when we walk into the room, he's like, Dad, Dad, Father, Father, that's Mark. That's Harold. That's Logan. And then the Father goes, what's up? That's not God's acknowledgement of us. Friends, we are called to acknowledge Jesus. And friends, we do want the Father to acknowledge us. We want Jesus to acknowledge us in the presence of the Father and angels. I continued looking at that definition. The the first definition in our English dictionary was to accept or admit the existence or the truth of. Because that's not it either. We're not just trying to uh, uh, acknowledge the truth of. We're not just called to acknowledge the person that, yes, there is a Jesus. I acknowledge that. Yes, I believe there is a God. I acknowledge that. You know who else believes there's a God and acknowledges that? Yeah, Satan and demons and they shudder. It's not a mere acknowledging of a fact. Now, that definition is not a bad thing. Because if you read further, it talks about allowing. It talks about conceding and owning. Confessing is even part of this definition. And actually, if depending on the translation of the Bible you're reading, it might say, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my Father. So that, that confess, man, we're getting a whole lot closer. But I want to go... I want to go to the heart of what this is. I want to read that verse again. Matthew 10, 32. Everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. So I looked up the English definition of our words, acknowledge, but I also looked up the, the Greek definition of this word that's used in this Bible. 
Hamalojeo. And here's what it means. To be in agreement with. To say the same thing as another. To profess, declare, celebrate, speak out freely. To praise. The first part of that definition. To be in agreement with. If we read that passage again. If you are in agreement with me, this is Jesus speaking, then I'll be in agreement with you. Friends, I got news for you. We want, we want to be in agreement with Jesus. We want a life that declares agreement with Jesus and more than our declaring, we want the, the revelation of God's agreement with the life he has for us that's in him. We need to be in agreement with God. It's not just a mere acknowledging. It's not just a mere sup, cadence, sup. That's not what it is. It's agreement. It's saying the same thing as. It's a, it's a profession and a confession and a celebration and a praise that brings us into a oneness with the Lord. There's a lot of people that give a what's up to the Lord. There's a lot of people that acknowledge the fact of God. Take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of God. Facts of God. That was a TV show in the 80s. Young guys, I apologize. It was facts of life. It wasn't facts of God. Our lives, it's not just enough to even just simply just give a acknowledgement, a, a, even, even a confession even. The agreement that we come into with Jesus Christ is one that has depth, guys. There's nothing superficial about it. It's an agreement that I agree with who he says he is. In the Bible, he was asked, are you the son of God? And he says, it is as you say. It is as you say. His life demonstrated he was the son of God. His life demonstrated acknowledgement of God. Look at the life of Jesus. Look at the obedience of him. Look at the fact that he did nothing except what the father told him to do. He said nothing except what the father told him to say. That's agreement. You guys, agreement is powerful. Agreement is powerful. And I promise you this, we're going to agree with something. But we're probably going to agree with a lot of different things. Let's look at agreement as an open door. Agreement as an open door. When that door is open, what we've opened it up to has reign to come and be with us. It has right to come and be with us. And there's times, just the honest truth, we open the door to some pretty yucky stuff. Some pretty ugly stuff. And there's times we find ourselves in agreement with things that stand contrary to the word of God, the grace of God, the love of God. But it's still agreement. The principle still 
there. There's agreement with something. We've got to come into agreement with who the Father declared Jesus was. This is my Son, whom I love. In Him I'm well pleased. We've got to come into agreement with who Jesus said the Father is. He's good and only good. And, and I, I've come so that I might tear down the wall so that you can have free access to the presence of the Father. We've got to come into agreement with who Jesus says the Holy Spirit is. That it's better that I go away. Because when He comes, when He is sent, when I go away, then I will send Him and He will guide you into all truth. God's real unified about who they are. They know who they are. One God, three persons. God knows who they are. We've got to be in agreement with who He is. But friends, we also... You know, I, I love the way that the Holy Spirit just flowed in worship today. Because part of this message is we've got to be in agreement with who God says we are. We've got to be in agreement with who God says we are. What does the Bible say we are? I didn't want to stand up here and just rattle off verse after verse after verse, but I want to, I'll, I'll reference them. Jesus says in John chapter 8, and he's talking about himself, hey, who the Son is set free is really free. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. So who are we? We're free. For God so loved the world. For God so loved Amanda. He, he so adored loved and was so fully committed to Amanda that he gave his only son. So she's loved. Who, who is Amanda? She is loved. Who are we? We are loved. We are forgiven. We are accepted. We are welcomed. We are embraced. We are chosen. We are adopted. We have to come into agreement with who God says we are. We are mighty. We are strong. We are more than conquerors. I'd be okay with being a conqueror. I, I really would. I'd be okay being a conqueror. You're a conqueror, Mark. That's awesome. I'm a conqueror. But he says, you're more than a conqueror. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Our identity is found in Christ Jesus. Our agreement has to be in Christ Jesus. Because you know what? Outside of Jesus, I know who I am and, and, and I know what I agreed with. And it wasn't life and life to the fullest. But in Jesus, in Christ Jesus, I am whole. We have to be in agreement with what the Father says about us, what Jesus says about us, what the Holy Spirit says about us. It's found in His, in his Word. Friends, if we're, not, if we're not putting any time, any knee time, you know, any time in our, in our prayer closet or on our knees or in worship or standing up or standing on a chair, I don't know, whatever. But if it's not dedicated time with the Lord, then we're missing out on the opportunity to hear, to hear some really loving stuff that God says about who we are. To rem be reminded of just how much He loves us. We've got to be in agreement with who God says He is. Before we can believe who we are in Him, we've got to believe who He is. There's nothing too big for Him. He is always with us. We are never alone. 
We will face difficulties, but he will be there with us to walk it out with us. I want to read the next verse. I read Matthew 10, 32. Let's read the 32 and 33. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Deny. The translation of the, that word is... Uh, I didn't write down the Greek word, and I'm not going to try. And, I'm not going to try and pronounce what I have here. But it means not to accept, to reject, to refuse something that's offered. If you deny me, I'll deny you before my Father. Guys, this is not talking about like the seconds after our deathbed. Okay, this is not just talking about when we enter into glory, when we're you know there before the the bema seat of God. The judgment of the Lord. That's, that's not just, I, I believe that's part of it, but even right now, right now, the kingdom of God, it's not, when, when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're not just talking about something that's up in heaven. We are right now in the midst of the kingdom of God, advancing the kingdom of God. When we're in agreement with Jesus, we're included and we're a part of the kingdom of God and we're advancing that kingdom. And we're talking about right now, agreement right now. Now, what are the little ways or maybe the not so little ways that we reject, that we push away or that we refuse to receive what God is offering us? And his way is always better. His way is always better. It just is. His way is always better. I want to, I, I hope, and it's my desire that I always agree with him. Well, Mark, don't you have a, don't you have a free mind? Don't you have a free thought? Don't, don't you have a, an opinion of your own? I do. And they usually stink. <laughs> Outside of Jesus, they usually get me in trouble. So do I want uh, an opinion of my own outside of Jesus? I don't. I just don't. I don't, and you shouldn't either. I want agreement with Him. I want agreement with Jesus. We still have free will. So I freely agree with him. I freely believe him. I freely celebrate him. That's what our acknowledgement of God is. And we're supposed to do it before men. We're supposed to do it before men. Our life is meant to be an acknowledgement of God. I, I, I won't even attempt to put that in a box. I won't even attempt to say, this is what it means to acknowledge God because our life is meant to acknowledge God. We got Jesus. If you guys have trusted your life in Jesus, which I know many people in this place have, if you've trusted your life in Jesus and you've made him Lord of all, not Lord of most, Lord of all, Lord of all. If he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord of all. trusted him as Lord and Savior, then we walk around with the presence of God. We walk around with the message of the good news of Jesus Christ that changes lives. So how do I acknowledge God? You know, because I have friendships and I have relationships and I have co-workers and I have neighbors and, and there's even strangers that are in my life. And agreement with God is I'm 
going to be available to him to bring the good news wherever he asks. And sometimes that good news news is actually like sharing the good news. It's sharing the gospel message. But sometimes it's just taking time to go, hey, uh, you got your hands full. Can I, can I carry that to the car for you? Because maybe that person is just like, God, I just need to know I'm important. Life sucks right now. I just need to know I'm loved. Hey, you really got your hands full. Can I get that? Can I carry that to the car for you? Can I get the door for you? Sometimes that little gesture is still a gesture of God. Agreement is availability, friends. It's a willingness. It's a yieldedness. It's a celebration. Nothing I'm talking about is is some heavy-handed thing. It's a celebration. I get to be free. I get to represent the king. I get, to sh- I get to love on people, man. I get to share love. I get to be loved. I get to be affirmed. I get to t- be told that I'm not defined by my worst moments ever. I get to be told and reassured that I'm not defined by my failures, by my sin, by the worst day of my life or the worst night of my life. I'm not defined by that. I get to be defined by grace. I get to be defined by, by love and joy and a future and a hope. Guys, when we're not in agreement, we're in trouble. Romans one twenty eight says this, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, to agree with God, to come into agreement with God, they didn't see fit to be in agreement with God. God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Friends, we're in trouble when we're not in agreement with God. You guys, we want to be in agreement with His words, and with his commands. 1 Corinthians 37, 14, 37 and 38 says If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or he is spiritual, I think I'm spiritual. I'm not, I'm not being funny. I'm not setting you up for a joke. I think I'm spiritual. And, and uh, I don't think I'm a prophet, but, but let's just say, you know, I, I think I'm a pastor. I think I'm a pastor and I think I'm spiritual. So you can plug in whatever you want. You're like, hey, I, I feel like I'm an evangelist, and I think I'm spiritual. Hey, I feel like I'm a servant, and I'm spiritual. Hey, I feel like I'm an intercessor, and I'm spiritual, okay? So let's just own this. If anyone thinks he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge, he should come into agreement with the things that I am writing to you. That they are a command from the Lord. Not a suggestion. Not a suggestion. A command. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. Doesn't that sound familiar? If anyone doesn't recognize this, he is not recognized. That sounds an awful lot like what I've read three or four times so far. Right? Why? Because agreement matters. Agreement matters. What we come into agreement with matters. Let's come into agreement with Jesus. Hebrews thirteen fifteen says this. Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. That acknowledge his name. Why do we worship? Why do we praise? Why do we sing? Why do we dance? By the way, it occurred to me, YouTube, you know, look up the kid and play. It was awesome. You need two people to do it. It was a great dance. I referenced it earlier. Roger Rabbit, Running Man. You know, if you don't know what those dances are, they were awesome, and they're still awesome. Not to shame my wife, I won't do them right now. But I really want to. I really want to break out the Roger Rabbit. 
We praise God because it, it expresses agreement. It expresses agreement. The lips that acknowledge his name. And I'm not just talking about a singular name of Jesus. It's lips that are in agreement with his character. Lips that are in agreement with his goodness. We are very thoughtful and prayerful about the songs we sing and that we project up here for us to sing. And we're not going to sing a song that doesn't exalt the name of Jesus Christ. There's even some really good Christian songs out there that make the emphasis all about the people, and we just don't do those. We make our emphasis all about Jesus. All about Jesus. Because it's his name, it's his character, it's his fame that, that I want you know, to be a part of advancing. You guys, agreement with God, there has to be a certain level of, of selflessness. There really does. Uh, if our worship team could come on up. Agreement with God does require an acknowledgement that he is first, that he is Lord, that he is life, that he is good. Outside of God, there's no good thing in me. Who, who's the goodest person? And we've got some really good people in here. I think Sandy is like a super good person. And as sweet as she is and as kind, and this is a kind woman. This is a loving woman. But outside, the Bible says, outside of him, within us, there's no good thing. What that means is, there, outside of Jesus, there'll come a time when, when Sandy would hit her wall of kindness. Would hit her wall, her limit of love. But she won't in Jesus. She will never hit that limit. She will never hit that limit of love when she finds herself in Christ Jesus. Friends, we will never find we're limitless in what Jesus has for us when we find ourselves in him. But there's got to be a selflessness. Check this out. This is an awesome verse. 3 John 1 9 says this. I think it's hilarious. I just, I really do. I have written something to the church, but Diotrephes, who likes to put himself first, does not acknowledge our authority. Hilarious. John's calling out Diotrephes. But it's a good point. He likes to put himself first. He doesn't acknowledge the authority of God. Friends, when we put ourselves first, we don't acknowledge. We're not in agreement with the authority of God because we can't be first. We can't be the boss. We can't be the Lord. We can't have the reins. We're not in control. We're not. Now, there's self-control. There's freedom in self-control. There's a godly principle of self-control. But I'm not in control of my life. I'm not in control of my life. You're not in control of your life. If there were, I think we'd avoid a lot of those pitfalls. I think we'd avoid a lot of those hardships. I think we'd avoid a lot of those difficulties. We're not in control. There's got to be a, a surrender to our lives. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, Our lives are meant to be lived before men. Not in some Christian cave waiting for the end times. 
It's meant to be lived among men, sharing love, sharing the goodness of God, sharing the good news of Jesus, being vulnerable, being used in agreement with him, in celebration of him, in praise of him, in vulnerability of him, in, in honesty of him. You know, as a pastor, one of my favorite phrases when, when, I'm, when I'm talking with someone and, and they, they have like a really good question that I don't know, one of my favorite phrases is this. I don't know. I love it. I don't know the answer to that. Fantastic question. I don't have the answer. I don't know. Let me go get in the Word. Let me go get in prayer. And let me see what Jesus has to say. I don't know. Guys, we don't have to know all the answers. Man, why am I going through this at such a tough time? I don't know, but I'm with you. I'm going to pray for you. Let's invite Jesus into this, okay? Man, I wish you weren't going through a hard time. I really do. But, I'm, but let me pray for you. Let's look to Jesus. Let's trust Jesus. Agreement with God. Agreement with God. Right, we got a decent amount of young people and teenagers in the room. Teenagers, I want you to listen to me right now. The world throws so much junk at you about who you are, and they're lies, man. They're lies. They're just garbage. They're, they're garbage. They often say you're not enough. That is bull. They often say you don't measure up. That's garbage. The Bible says you are wonderfully and uniquely made. And that you are wonderful and that you are loved and that you are enough. So when the world says you are not enough, they're lying. Satan is the father of all lies. So that's the only thing he can throw at you are lies. You are loved. God's got a purpose and a plan for your life. Be in agreement with what God says about who you are. Be in agreement with who God says he is and then just lose yourself in him. I can be a Jesus freak without being like super weird. I'm okay with being a little super weird because that's just how uniquely God made me. So I'm a little weird. But man, I, I can love Jesus and be confident in that and say, I, I don't have all the answers. Well, what about this? Ah, I don't know. Great, great question, friend. I don't know. But I know I'm loved. I know who I am in him. I know God loves me. I want us to close out just taking a moment to acknowledge Jesus. What does acknowledge mean? To come to agreement with him. To come to agreement with him. If you don't know Jesus, if you're in this place and you don't know Jesus, I, I'm asking you to come to agreement with him. I, I don't... I don't have to lead you in a prayer. I don't have to have you stand or come forward. Because for you to come into agreement with God, you set it in your heart and you believe and you come to agreement with God. That's between you and God. Really, it has nothing to do with me. Kids, it has nothing to do with your parents. It has to do between you and God. Me and God. So let's just take a moment and let's just come to agreement with Him. If we're going through difficult situations, which I know some people are, because the Lord wouldn't have then tried to encourage people, you know, with, with a word of edification. So if you're going through something, come into agreement with God. Don't come into agreement with the situation. Don't look at the bigness of the situation. Look at the bigness of our God. The things you don't have answers for, look to the answer. Jesus is the answer.